0: Good morning, everyone. Good morning. It's great to see you this morning. What a privileged honor to be here with you, Pastor. We, do, we did this first service, we we did it second service as well, okay? Uh, we want you just an expression of our appreciation, Convoy of Hope, Real Compassion ball cap, and uh, Jen, a gift for you as well. Thank you so much for fellowship last night. Great evening meal at the uh, pizza place with your kids. They're the most well-behaved kids I've ever seen anywhere. And so we were just glad to be here and a great hotel room, so we, we've talked about that quite a bit too. Uh, just an honor and privilege to be with you guys this morning. And when we pastored, I used to tell folks in my church that went to sleep. And they went to sleep. I won't blame it on me, I'll blame it on whatever. But I always told folks, hey, if you're going to go to sleep, that's okay. Because my goal is that when you leave the service, you leave refreshed. (laughs) So if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. I'm okay with that, okay? I had a uh, my seventh grade math teacher used to tell us, we didn't have air conditioning in our school back then, Blyville, he'd say, if if you get sleepy, just raise your hand and uh, ask for permission to go stand up at the back of the class. So one day I tried it. He said, no, he wouldn't let me. So I stayed awake, you know, I fought through it. So um, whatever whatever it takes for you today, folks, we're we're good to go, okay? We understand it. But we're just glad to be with you this morning and uh share with you what God's called us to do as missionaries with real compassion.
1: Good morning. Good morning. Wow, I'm loud there. <laughs> It's a privilege to be with you today. Uh, Randy and I live in uh, just outside of Springfield, Missouri. Uh, we work with Convoy of Hope Rural Compassion. We actually grew up over in the northeast corner of the state in Blyville. Anybody know where that is? Okay, and this part of the state, I tell you, is a lot prettier than the part of the state that we grew up in. Uh, We've been married for 36 years. We've been involved in ministry for more than 30 years. Uh, We've been uh, pastors, youth pastors, associate pastors in uh, Tennessee, Missouri, Illinois. Uh, And now we have the privilege of uh, working with Convoy of Hope's Rural Compassion Initiative. We have one son, his name is Randall. Here's a picture of our family and he's married to Hannah. And then there in the center of the picture are the two most important people in our lives, our grandbabies, uh, two-and-a-half-year-old Salem and one-year-old Charlie. We got any grandmas and grandpas here today? All right. Man, too bad we couldn't have grandkids first, right? They are so much fun. Uh, We get to love them and spoil them and feed them all the things they're not supposed to eat and send them home and (laughs) let mom and dad deal with that. Uh, At our table in the lobby is a little bulletin that looks like this at the top. And be sure and get one of these today after service. It gives you some more information about Randy and I, as well as uh, about the Ministry of Rural Compassion. And then inside there, there's a card that says uh, uh, Convoy of Hope Rural Compassion, and it will just pop off of there. And if you'll put that somewhere where you'll be reminded to pray for us, uh, Randy and I travel and we minister week after week. And we can't do that without the guidance and the empowering of the Holy Spirit, and we depend on the prayers of God's people. So please pray for us. Uh, Pray also for the rural churches and the rural pastors where we minister.
0: So our ministry is Rural Compassion, and it focuses on rural communities. We are focusing on Arkansas, Kentucky, and Tennessee. We have eight missionaries on our team, and we spread out literally all across the United States, but we're focusing on those three rural states because we have rural roots and southern roots. Uh, but when I think about rural America, I think about this family. How many of you remember these guys? Yeah. Right? And so I think about Andy and Opie and Aunt B and Barney, and they're sitting out on the front porch after church service, and uh, it's a beautiful day. It's warm, but it's not humid. <laughs> right? Uh, there's no mosquitoes. Hallelujah. They've had their fried chicken and, and blackberry cobbler. Can I get a witness? Anybody like blackberry cobbler? Maybe warmed up with some ice cream. Come on. Yeah. And so that's kind of the way I picture them, and, and it's a beautiful day, and life is good. Kind of makes me feel good myself. How many of you would say, in all honesty, it's okay, we had folks in the first service, that you have never seen these folks before. Anybody? Come on, that's all right. That's okay. Well, maybe you, you know the next family. <laughs> you got them down, Pat, right? Okay? The Duck Dynasty clan. Uh, One of our team members, actually, uh, all of us live in the Springfield area and work out of the Convoy of Hope Warehouse, which is three football fields large in Springfield. All of us live there except one, Curtis Wilson. He lives in West Monroe. He's working the Mississippi Delta, which is one of the four uh, most depressed, economically poor areas in the nation. And he's from that area. He's been working down there already for about 10 years, but just recently joined our team. He knows these guys and he's working with their church to help fund some of the feeding programs that they, he is beginning to implement in that area. But when I think about this family, again, I think about eating because at the end of the show, they're all gathered around the table. And as a family, that makes me feel good, right? And they're, they're having something great to eat. Sometimes it wouldn't be what I would eat, frog legs or, you know, something like that. But, you know, but they're praying. And Father Phil normally prays, and he always thanks God for another great day on on planet earth, and uh, thanks God for the food, and says in Jesus' name, amen. And that makes me feel good. It makes me feel warm and safe, and, and uh, that, that fuzzy feeling. And, and most of us, when we think about rural America, we think about that slow-paced life. Everybody's y'all. We're fixing two. We're washing our clothes, you know. And it just makes us feel good, but there's a lot of stuff. Everybody say stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on in rural America that we need to know about.
1: Imagine with me a second grader, and we'll call him Brian. And Brian shows up for school on the first day of a new school year, and he doesn't have a backpack or school supplies like the other kids. His clothes and his hair are unkept. Uh, His shoes are probably at least one size too small. And the cafeteria workers will notice how particularly on Mondays that he'll quickly finish all the food on his tray and he'll even ask if he can finish food the other kids plan to throw away. And that's because Brian's only reliable food source are the free meals that he receives at school during the week. And on the weekends, there may or may not be food in Brian's home. And unfortunately, Brian is not a single child. Brian represents thousands of children that live in rural America where poverty rates are actually higher than in urban America. And you know, this isn't a problem just somewhere else. This is a problem here in our own yard, our own backyard. In fact, in the state of Arkansas, the child poverty rate is 29%. So that means that uh, almost one, and, or actually more than one in four children live in poverty in the state of arkansas and you know many times kids like brian are referred to as the forgotten because a lot of the social programs and agencies designed to help kids like brian living in poverty are focused on larger communities and on urban areas and those in rural communities are overlooked ignored or forgotten but here's the good news they're not overlooked ignored or forgotten by god and god has called randy and i to partner with convoy of hope's rural compassion initiative and we partner with rural churches uh, and rural pastors who reach out beyond the four walls of their church and serve the needs of kids like brian kids that are not only dealing with poverty but some of the other challenges that you see on your screen in
0: 2010 we left the church in rural illinois that we had pastored for 10 years. And as Kathy's mentioned, we've been involved in ministry for, well, ever since I graduated,